Hey, Alex. What's up? You know this episode's brought to you by Matthew Studio Equipment? Really? Isn't that the technology that complements your imagination? Uh, yeah. Sweet. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. What's up, Internet? It's Brandon. And it's Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're actually drinking bourbon. Yes, we are. Cheers. Cheers. Nice. Ooh, did you mm. hear that plastic clink? Yeah, it was a plastic mm. clink. Mm. We get the privilege. Yeah, I Whoa. know. I know. I'm telling you. We are, we've got the privilege of drinking my favorite bourbon. Your all-time favorite? You'd Absolutely. Go, you'd go out there and say this Absolutely. is it? I will make a claim right now. I fully endorse this bourbon. It's my favorite. It's by a, a brand called Oyo, O Y O. Mm. They are from uh, Ohio. Yeah, and it is uh, their bourbon whiskey, Michelin Reserve, a small batch blended bourbon whiskey, handcrafted in the heart of the Ohio River Valley. They are from Columbus. Frank, can you do your best to get these guys on the show? They're here. They're close. And in my opinion, they make one of the best bourbons in the land. That's um, really tasty. M- Michelin Reserve. Four generations of distilling traditions inspired the release of Middle West Spirits First Masters Blend, a small batch whiskey that pairs the finest Kentucky straight bourbon with our award-winning OYO whiskey. Mm. Um, Ohio's first 100% wheat whiskey produced in nearly a century the result is exceptionally smooth. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hundred percent wheat whiskey. Just a second. Uh it's a it's a blend of some sort. I'm not sure. The result, How, so it's not fifty one percent corn. I don't know. I'm getting into it. <laughs> the result is exceptionally smooth, smoky, and uh softly sweet four grain bourbon that proudly bears the original name of the Ohio River Valley. Four grain. I heard four grain. It's it's a bourbon whiskey. So how's it a hundred percent wheat if it's four well, grains? Well, I think it's got. <laughs> I think it's got. It meets the requirements. It right. says bourbon whiskey. Okay. You can't call it bourbon whiskey unless you're skirting the law. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll get them on the show. We'll get to the bottom of this. Regardless of what it's made from, it's absolutely delicious. Well, and the thing today is it's fueling our bourbon phone, which you need to power up the bourbon bubbles and uh, yes, get our we, next guest. We have line. an amazing guest today for show 99. Yeah. We have Luke Seerveld from Seerveld Lighting and Meet the Gaffer. Meet the Gaffer's a great resource. Yeah. So so, so let's let's not wait any longer. Let's get him on on the phone. Power it up. Let me let me let me stir this up. Yeah. <laughs> It's like an extraterrestrial. <laughs> Are you there, Luke? Luke. <laughs> yes, I am. From another dimension. Nice, nice. Oh. It was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, sometimes the bourbon phone doesn't always get through. I'm glad it worked on your end. Oh. Uh, it's evolved. Uh, I'm getting the bubbles out of my nose. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's evolved over the, over the 99 episodes, this it phone gets, machine has gotten more complicated. It gets a little more <laughs> soggy each episode. <laughs> oh, Luke, nice. welcome to the show, man. Yeah, welcome. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Let me be the first to say on this episode uh, that I love your resource. I think you provide a great service, uh, and thank you. Wow. Quite the endorsement. Cool. wow. Yeah, I'm blushing over here. <laughs> so uh, let me jump in with this. How in the world did you did you start this? I mean, from from people who you know um, started creating content. Ours is you know pretty lowbrow. We just sit around and drink. How did you decide you want to be a contributor to the world of content? And and how did you kind of get started? Well, uh, I guess um, you know we have a, a resource here for uh, local filmmakers called the Real Directory. So it's like uh, mm-hmm. LA 911, or uh, I'm sure all the larger cities have it for crew people. So you can look up crew people, but it's you know sort of it's it's paper. It's something you hold in your hand, and um, as we know, that's uh, getting more and more scarce. But uh, my pitch to them was, hey, um, we're all in the film business. Why don't we all have our own, you know, uh, about us videos? Mm. 
And they're, and they're like, uh, yeah, you know, other people have, have asked us about that, but um, go ahead, do it yourself, and then, you know, maybe you'll catch on. So I thought, okay. Um, and so I did one for myself, and then I did one for my good friend, Alan Steinheimer, who's a uh, sort of my, you know, mentor um, gaffer in town across the bay. And, um, and then just kept getting ideas like, oh, you know, I could do something about this. I could do something about it. And then it just became, and it was already called Meet the Gaffer because it was just for me and it was just for him. But then it seemed like that could be an umbrella um, title for a series. So then I just kind of got into it and um, that's how it evolved. How long you been doing it? Uh, It's about uh, a little over a year, maybe. Mm. So you guys are at 99. I'm at 51. <laughs> nice. Do you do them like nice. weekly or is that what you're thinking? I, I try to, um, but every once in a while I get busy. I actually mm-hmm. have to work. Yeah. And so um, so right now I have like four or five that are shot. They're just not edited. Mm. And so I'm like two weeks out. So I feel kind of bad, you know. Um, don't, don't feel bad. Look, people yeah. that people don't understand – creating content weekly is a very Full-time large job. endeavor yeah. and i don't care yeah. what level you're doing it on so d- definitely don't feel bad what we did to i mean change our lives was get <laughs> we dished off some we, responsibility yeah, we got <laughs> we were blessed with frank frank the producer frank, frank the steel the man of steel frank the tank and it's been amazing. So if you don't have that type of person, get you a Frank. You need to start yeah. looking for a Frank because he's a game changer. Game he's just changer. like independently wealthy and has lots of time off. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow he's 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 no. very connected in the Midwest. He does a we lot of work. We just call our bourbon Frank. That's all we're yeah. talking about. We're just talking about. He bourbon. just makes it happen. <laughs> Frank's our awesome so producer he, who decided to jump on board and kind of take the reins. He really and, uh, yeah. shape it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. That's so. huge. So yeah, that's okay, a good, so, great idea. So let's jump in on. So you, how did you come to this place? Like, how have you worked as a gaffer for how long? What how, did you just wake up one morning and say, "I want to be a gaffer"? Give us a little bit of the <laughs> ba- the backstory. Right, right. So uh, I grew up in the Midwest, uh, Chicago, and then that uh, a boy, uh, <laughs> and then uh, moved to Toronto when I was nine. Awesome. So uh, folks and family still live in, in Toronto. And then um, I went to school in Northwest Iowa at a place called Dort College that no one's heard of. And then um, I went up to film in the cities, which was, uh, uh, so after getting a, a BA in philosophy, <laughs> mm-hmm. I went up to the Twin Cities and um, uh, sort of got a, a year of, of study in uh, for like film production. And um, we were still on 16 millimeter uh, cameras then. And um, that was the late 80s. And then I got a, a job at a local production company, but it went chapter 11. So I drove out to San Francisco. I knew a couple people here, starred for a year, uh, met my wife, <laughs> and started working on uh, you know um, low budget features and movies of the week, that kind of thing. Cool. Nice. Is your uh, is your wife so, in the industry too? No, no. She works at a uh, pharmaceutical firm. Yeah, we. And, I, uh, <laughs> thank nice. God. Always. You need the separation. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, that. But you need the drugs. Yeah. You need the drugs too. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, they work on yeah. a lot of cancer stuff. Exactly. So yeah. the. Uh, so my question is: Is what what t- what kind of philosophy are you digging on? Like, are you a are you a stoic? Are yeah. you what? What do you right right. It's kind of a funny story because um, uh, my dad uh, taught aesthetics, and um, uh, so I think I went into a field. You know, he was more painting, sculpture, and I went into a, into a field that he didn't really know that much about into you know filmmaking. And um, as we do, we break away from our parents. But um, uh, I went in as history, came out as philosophy, and you know, just your college years. Um, I uh, I come out from a uh, a background of you know Dutch Protestant uh, folks uh, right. and the philosophy that I studied most people haven't heard of uh, it's like 
thinkers like Doiwerd and, and Vollenhoven, and it's a um, uh, it's a very holistic uh, Christian worldview. Mm. So it, it it gives you the tools to not sort of go the dualistic route of you know a lot of right wing uh, Christianity, and it um, it's uh, you know it it makes me totally comfortable in you know, what uh, a lot of folks would think is uh, heathen land of, of San Francisco. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm totally comfortable here. That's cool, man. I, I'm a big fan of the Stoics. I really love the, okay. I, really, yeah. I really love this idea of, you know, uh, because to me, like, you know, uh, I, you know, I've got this tendency to be up and down. I've mm. got this, you know, right. these big swings, you know, when the world is, you know, happening great i'm on top of the world when when there's no projects and things are slow i'm i'm crashing down so the stoic philosophers of you know you can't really control your circumstances but you can control like how you view uh how the attitude you take to the world has been refreshing so gives you an even keel yeah 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 we will hopefully (laughs) not i think that's really me i I find that's really important on a set as well because uh Sometimes you know, there's just everything is flying one, you know, this way and that. Yeah. And to be the sort of calming presence there is is a real uh, boon to, you know, the leaders and the, the folks uh, at at the bottom that are are you know getting whiplash, not yeah. quite knowing what to do next. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> there's nothing worse than being on set and you know somebody in a key position is just sort of frantic. That really creates yep. a, an energy. That's why it trickles I, down. That's why yeah. I love working with. I, me and Alex have worked together for years, and, and that's one of the things that has always led me to call him first in the early days. Was he's just so chill yet focused, and it helped me to kind of relax. Versus, I've worked with other guys who are so frantic; it's like it's stressful. You know, that's why because I'm a stoic. <laughs> um, so one of you guys is a DP and the other is a producer or director yeah yeah Bran is the director and I'm the I'm the DP I, yep. I actually play the role of a director I'm not I don't actually direct but I've, right. hu- I've hustled right. my way into this this type of uh, position so, that's not a good show well would you would you say he, in the in with this topic as a, you know, in your position or when you're on set would you say you are cool hand Luke yeah I've, I've been called that but uh, yeah, you know it's it's either that or Skywalker. So yeah, <laughs> nice, yeah, nice, cool. So you, you so you started working in the industry, and you've kind of found your way. And then give us like, give us a brief like what you've done, and then the moment you were you know you you teased the moment when you started doing this. But like, how many years into working did you launch the the brand? Uh, you mean uh, Meet the Gaffer brand? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just you know the last year. So I, I've been doing this for thirty years. Wow! So you so, really, you really put in your your time. Well, that's the thing that makes it work, Brandon. Is that you're you're listening to a working gaffer dispel knowledge. <laughs> it's 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 better than just like some yeah. schmo. But what yeah. I'm what I'm getting at is me and you are newbies compared to oh totally I mean, thirty years. That's, yeah, yeah, you've done time. Yes, you exactly. put in some blood and some sweat. Yeah, well, you know, at the beginning, I always thought, hey, go to San Francisco, and then I'd keep going to Australia, because I kind of grew up on, you know, Road Warrior, mm-hmm. and just the, the the frontier of film and the world, that kind of pulled me. So mm-hmm. that's where I thought I was going. And then, you know, uh, life kind of stopped me, and um, uh, I'm, I'm glad it did, because uh, I love San Francisco. Um, well, speaking and, uh, of Australia... Yeah. Are you hip to Kippy, uh-huh. Kippy the Kangaroo? I've not heard of Kippy the Kangaroo. <laughs> Kippy the Kangaroo is basically the Australian version of Lassie, but instead of a collie dog, it's a kangaroo. Wow. That's awesome. you got to look this up because our, our good friend Angus, uh, who's a DP out of New York, uh, he uh-huh. introduced this to me, and it's amazing. Kippy. Uh, yeah, it's phenomenal. So All he does you got to check that out. The kangaroo just drinks bourbon and fights. Yeah, he people. knows, man. He's it's cool. <laughs> anyway, sorry. To, He's a boxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, had, cool. I had to interject with that. So, um, um, so yeah, I, I got here, um, and I was starting. I, I was thinking I was be more of a uh, an assistant camera person because that's kind of what got me in. I got pulled in by, um, you know, a documentary uh, company that was in Minnesota 
pulled me on, taught me the ropes. I was, you know, acing for a, uh, with a, uh, Aton. And, um, and then I came out here, I got on some shoots. I was doing, you know, bigger roles of 35. And so I thought, oh, okay. But then, you know, when I'd been at that production company in Minnesota, I'd kind of learned to fix lights and, and, uh, um, be, uh, you know, the, the basics of gripping too. So, um, and, and so here I kind of liked the vibe and I got onto, um, um, you know, longer form features and stuff. And just the camaraderie of the grip electric crew was awesome. And, um, and so then that's the kind of thing I fixed lights, build cable for Mm -hmm. local gaffers for a while. And then, um, uh, yeah, just did a bit of everything and then started working, um, you know, when we had a kid, then it was like being traveling, going to L.A., going to the Midwest on movies, you know, miniseries and stuff like that wasn't such a great plan. Um, I, I always say that, you know, it seems like in the tabloids you have all the stars are, are um, you know, sleeping with each other. Well, that's all going below the line, too. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> oh, totally. my, my feeling was I didn't need to... to do that when I had a family at home. So, um, uh, I, I stuck with the local, um, you know, uh, situation and that was commercials. And, um, I don't know, for some reason, you know, you have more guys, but, and you have, uh, bigger equipment and I would often sort of like get hurt, just lower back pain and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and over the years, that kind of took a toll. So, um, and I was slowly building up my own grip and lighting. And uh, uh, then I did more and more corporate and less commercial. And um, I, I stuck with a one-ton van for 18 years. Um, and then I was segueing kind of, I always thought I was going to produce. So then I, um, I was starting to get into that and sort of fits and starts. And... Um, but I found that I didn't have the gift of gab, so <laughs> I wasn't that good at selling projects and and actually making the nut that you'd get, you know, with uh, with being the, the executive producer. So I was always line producing, mm. and that was great. But day rate wise, you know, at being a gaffer, you've got your day rate, and then you've got when you get into equipment, you sort of double your day rate. Yeah. And could, could you kind of plateau with your your labor, and so you get into equipment just so that you can make, you know, a better nut, especially if you want to live in the Bay Area. Yeah. So, anyway, that's a lot. It's a convoluted answer to your question, but basically, I, I pulled back from the producing just as I got into a two ton, and that seems to be the sweet spot where you're not overextended. You don't have a warehouse. You don't have uh, employees. You just have enough gear to get yourself onto, you know, medium-sized jobs and get home and not have to, you know, <laughs> do um, inventory. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah that's, that's interesting because around here it's you know we go one one ton, three ton, five ton, ten ton. Like there's no kind of middle ground. I, I would love on a lot of the jobs I shoot like one ton plus. You know, it's usually a right. six by frame and a twelve by frame. There's no eight by. Right. You know, you you end up doing a one ton and then adding on a bunch of additional gear is it a- is it actually a right. ton is it actually two tons is it actually five tons come on people i don't know the origin of that do you luke do you know <laughs> help, why help those... me understand that because i i got a yeah. feeling if we put this on a scale it might not right. it's not out. panning out do you know well uh so the, it's a gvw thing so it's ah. it's the gross vehicle weight yeah. uh minus you know, then, and then your load yep. and so basically i have two and a half ton in my two ton mm. and then there are guys here who say they have a two-ton, but it's really a three-ton. And um, that's just because, you know, uh, if you've been doing this for a while, you want the toys even if they're not paying for them. Totally. Uh, yep. You just want your life. You want a better day. You you, you yeah. want to have an easier, you know, road. So that's why, um, you know, everybody always wants to talk about lighting, but um, the grip that's where it's at. is kind of a, a lost leader in a way. Uh, because you make your money on the lighting, but mm-hmm. the grip 
is what you need to differentiate yourself from the pack because you know the shaping of the light is is uh, crucial. Yeah, yeah, is is kind of where the art is. Do you, okay, so you're a kind of a, a businessman of all sorts. You know, you've got your your gaffing career, but then tell me, can you break down the differences between Searveld lighting, Searveld media, personal stuff? What yeah. what all goes into you as a businessman? Right, and, and that's kind of the dirty secret too of of film production is that um, we're great at marketing other people's products and services. Mm-hmm. We're not always so good at doing it for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked we about can. we talked about that on a on a past episode with Leap yeah. Agency, who's an agency out of um, Louisville, and we got into some of that you know self promotion and some Necessary. some stuff from that realm. But you're right, we have a hard time kind of pushing ourselves. Right, right. So um, uh, when I was you know thinking I was going to segue into producing. Then I started Serval Media, and that was like 2005. And I did, you know, some nonprofit kind of things, uh, you know, for Easter Seals and for uh, religious um, groups, and for um, you know, just people that were working in, um, on, with disadvantaged people. And that was a way to sort of get something that I could show. But it really just got me more of that rather than into corporate stuff or something. And I just wasn't good at um, yeah, making those uh, connections for myself, so I, I could produce line produce for other people, and um, and uh, enjoyed that. But uh, I always kept them separate, just so that I didn't look like I was, um, you know, trying to hone in on someone's client while I was lighting. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Or, well, let's. You know, I, I want to. Yeah. Since we got you on the phone, I want to steal some of the thirty years of knowledge. <laughs> So let's let's <laughs> knowledge thief. Let's get into this for a minute. Um, you know, let's let's start real basic. Uh, your top three do's and don'ts as a gaffer. So you got people listening who are newbies, just getting into the game. You got people who are veterans. So in well, is, ge- he, is he talking to a gaffer, a wannabe gaffer? I, I think he's, I think it does, to me it doesn't. I think it's. Let's talk to the wannabe gaffer, but it'll it, it'll serve as a great reminder for. A, the the old school okay so give us your top yeah. three do's and don'ts yeah yeah uh well um you know um th- that is an interesting question just it's, it's sort of like the vlog too who are you talking to yeah mm-hmm. and and uh uh so I, I do a variety of things and you know some some people like some things and, and they don't like others so that that's totally fine um i'm just not a, a one note deal but um as far as you know do's and don'ts um i actually did write some stuff down here but um uh you know the main thing i think about is um you know go as big as you can okay <laughs> just you know big and soft in personality or <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah no actually you you tried to uh um be a personality yeah but not too loud and yeah, yeah. and realize you're always working for the dp um uh even if they don't know what they're doing um you're you're you want to make them feel like they're in charge so so um, elaborate why big and soft big and soft um you know, it's it's sort of like uh, the sun on a on a day with um, a little bit of overcast. Beautiful. Um, you know, it's yeah. just it's just um, like you know, fashion lighting tends to be you know frontal. Um, you know, the the older the correspondents get, mm-hmm. the more they want to have that big push of, of light. Big soft um, you push. Know, in, in, in the in the network world, but. Um, uh, we were just working with uh, uh, Megan Kelly the last couple of days, oh, nice. and and uh, um, but uh, you know usually you want to have just a little bit of wrap. You don't want to have that big old frontal light uh, if you're just doing interviews or you're doing you know whatever kind of scene. Uh, a little bit of modeling is more interesting than flat, uh, and so the the typical like if you do a, a, a lighting seminar at a you know, college or whatever, uh, and you say, okay, this is your setup, go. Mm-hmm. Um, they will take the lights and put them in the front and smash them, you know, 
And so then what we're always doing is, uh, A, if you're in a business environment, um, you turn the overheads off mm-hmm. and you bring the lights down. Because, you know, the in a business setting, um, usually you have your fluorescence above. It's just economical and um, uh, expeditious. But uh, so what we do is we turn the lights off, we bring the lights down, and then we wrap them around uh, so that there's some modeling. And that's mm-hmm. just the sort of typical Rembrandt, uh, Rembrandt um, you know, lighting that, that uh, you get with interviews or with, with um, you know, people are standing and stuff like that. So I, th- I think, and then the softer and bigger the source, um, usually the more pleasing it is. And then once you sort of know the rules, then you start breaking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, hard smashes of light in the background or hard edges, you know, um, give definition and give you uh, depth, uh, you know, w- with your lighting. But you sort of start with the face. Mm-hmm. You start with, um, you know, um, soft and large given as a, a guy said in the first class I ever took about video, he said, available light is whatever you've got in your trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, well, let me so, ask you this. Yeah. So if that's, let's, we'll call that a do. So number two, let's make right. it, let's make number two a don't. So Would what's the thing sure. you're like, don't ever do this. Right. Um, You talk in. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna distill that down. I'm gonna battle back on Brandon's question and say and ask Brandon, skill wise or as a leader, because a gaffer is kind of a department. Yep, I'm gonna department say head leader. I'm gonna say right. as, so skill wise in terms of I'm lighting. I'm gonna say as a gaffer, when you're you know working with other people or you've you know maybe you're in a different position, um, the thing that like. No gaffer should ever do. So managerial wise, just it, I'm a, it's right. an open ended okay. oh, question. Gotcha. Why why you got to tie me down so much, <laughs> Alex? I, I want I like constraints. You know what I mean? I just I don't want to leave it open because he's got thirty years of experience. That's fine. He's going to pick what's the best thing to say here. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. <laughs> well, the um, uh, and obviously you know there's different size sets. So. Um, you know, I worked as an electrician and as a grip and up to, you know, best boy on, on you know, uh, feature stuff, but uh, commercial stuff. But uh, now I work on smaller sets. So, you know, maybe we have, uh, you know, two electricians, two grips and a swing. You know, that that's sort of the, the size uh, that and then down to where it's just me and another person. Yeah. You know, and so... Um, uh, in, in, in some ways, it's more about, like you said, a department. So um, kind of my rule of thumb is, um, you know, think ahead because you're often having to think ahead for other people that aren't thinking logistically. They're just thinking in terms of storyboard. And so you're like, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. But how are we actually going to get to that other building with all our stuff? <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe okay. that same shot could be here if you want to be uh, rolling five minutes after we've stopped yeah. the last shot. You yeah. know, and, and so so you're you're like the the um, the the general that's got to get his troops from one place to another. So you're always thinking ahead, um, but you don't want to light too far ahead. Because sometimes people come up to you and they go, okay, we've got this, 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 this scene. So can we break somebody off and start, you know, pre-lighting that other thing? Yeah. And you're like, yes, but I kind of need that person here. You want to move fast um, here. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or, yeah. or sometimes you don't even get to that other setup that you've pre-lit. Sure. I, I, like, <laughs> right. I, I like that. Right. So anticipate what's needed, but don't jump ahead don't light ahead don't don't, don't jump the shack don't put yeah don't <laughs> jump the shack don't put, don't put yourself in a situation where now all of a sudden you you need something and it's not there because you sent it yeah. somewhere else hmm. and a, and a corollary to that is don't wrap too early yep gotcha. uh, because you know um often you'll have an eager beaker Eager, eager beaver, best boy, who wants to wrap whatever's not working, yeah, right, and right. Um, 
And then uh, I, as you know, a DP, I, call for a light that's already on the yeah. truck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. And um, so uh, that's 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 tough. Yeah. Um, so you know, sometimes you just have to tamp down that energy mm. and say, yeah. you know, this is all cool. Just keep it soldiered here. You know, on the side. And, I like um, it. Keep it soldiered. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Great. Do you? So, uh, so some of these issues, especially scheduling and. Um, you know all that especially you know, crew size do you in your in the bay area like in your experience and on the jobs you work on do you get enough prep time are you able to build that in are are producers accepting of yeah the let's be honest that? here do you really need a pre-light don't you know what the crap you guys are doing as a as a small business owner of a production company do you realize yeah. how much <laughs> cost of goods sold the cogs every time talking to you right now totally. it's a cog like for you to even yeah. breathe, it's a cog, let alone a pre-light for you guys to sit around and chit-chat about all the shit that you've done for the past 30 years. Like, shouldn't you know what to do when you show up? Uh, yeah, funny. yeah. Come having eaten. Yeah. You know, come come fed is 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 oh, the uh, that's a terrible come, one. Or come come having had that's that's a new one. Yes. We're not going to provide breakfast. You don't yeah, want to yeah. see that on a call sheet. What, yeah. What's that? What's the, uh, yeah. the the Craig the classic Craigslist is uh, uh, you know credit. yeah no it's uh, what's the thing it's uh, looking for uh, must must have a red uh, what's the the what's that uh, funny I video where it's like uh, right right yeah it's like you want yeah. all this stuff uh, no pay no pay. <laughs> No pay. Yeah, Looking yeah, for yeah. a gaffer, thirty years experience, two ton grip chuck, no, no pay. pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I will give you credit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll you get credit pay. in the film that no one's ever going to watch. Pizza, no pay. Well, yeah. I, I so, think that speaks a little bit to the sort of, um, you know, after the uh, DSLR revolution, mm. um, and everyone's uh, a DP all of a sudden. Oh yeah. That and and YouTube, you know, there are thousands of you know channels yeah and so uh, one of the best channels think, is meet the gaffer <laughs> yeah it's a great paying channel no <laughs> uh, um but um so th- i mean it brings up a, a couple points it's kind of like I, I sort of feel like the mentoring of the next generation uh is lagging a little bit on the producer side of things because uh, you still get it in G and E because you you have to work up, um, but uh, in producing, often people just like uh, they're a PA now they're a producer. Yeah, you know, yeah. rather than having to coordinate, having to production manage, having to sort of move up that chain, often it's just kind of like, look, um, all I need is a is someone with a DSLR and and we're, we're off. And I've got my ideas, and, and boom. And then when they get a little bigger project, because what they've been doing on a small scale is working, mm-hmm. then uh, scaling is not that easy. And so then you say, well, yeah. look, uh, you know, we need uh, insurance, insurance, and we need, a um, nowadays, you know, a yeah. place. We need a place to park the truck. Well, you can just what we've we've, we've, we've got a, a you know exactly yeah and and, and so. Um, I kind of find that as you get older and you're sort of the voice of experience, you sort of produce from below a little bit. Mm. And, and, um, and I think that's totally fine. You just have to embrace it. And it's kind of like doing Meet the Gaffer. It's kind of like uh, every time you start a new relationship with a new uh, producer, you sort of f- find out what knowledge everyone has and then you fill in uh, you know, what's, what's necessary. Yeah, as, you, you know as, what I think yeah. is, I think is great is that you may have just inspired a new show. So somebody <laughs> might be listening right now who's a producer and hopefully they're like, oh, there's maybe a need. Yeah. That could be a cool a cool podcast or show where you got to pass on that. Knowledge. You got somebody with mad experience right. who's like, hey, uh, on today's episode, we're going to talk about permits. Totally. Well, that would yeah. make everyone's Go ahead. Just as simple a thing as parking. Yeah. You know, especially in a, in a larger city, um, you know, some people just absolutely do not think about it ahead of time. And as much as you say it or you say, you know, if you have a, a week in advance, you can get 
permitting, uh, and, and and they're like, huh? Mm. Um, or they're like, oh yeah, that was you know I, I didn't have time. So um, and then that that can take out an hour from your shoot. Well, if you can't Just, park the trucks, you can't yeah. unload the trucks. If you can't unload the trucks, you can't yeah. start filming. Yeah. Mm. It, it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's surprising. It's kind of like not. with anything where you got to build it from the ground up, the basics and, you know. But like you right. said, that stuff's just not getting passed along. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, maybe that's just my perception. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people like, oh, yeah, he, he just thinks everybody else uh, doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm young. I'm part of that new generation, and it's uh, very apparent in my world as well. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's cool. that's good stuff. So, so what are you? Um, you know, one of our questions is always, you know, what are you working on? It, what what do you guys? What do you got in the hopper right now that you're that you're doing either for the show or for just work as a gaffer? Sure. Uh, well, like um, I just worked on uh, the Megan Kelly thing. She was, you know, doing an on location deal. So, um, you know, they come from New York, and then uh, network guys are coming up from San Diego, and. Uh, we were set up at the Presidio in in, um, in San Francisco, and we were doing one-on-ones, uh, you know, just one-on-one interviews. But then they also wanted to do a, a one-on-six, so she was interviewing six other people, and kind of in a a little horseshoe, and that's a little tricky because you know they want five cameras on it, so uh, I had a cantilever. Uh, a couple of S60 sky panels uh, in, and um, uh, I, I thought I had it figured out, and then we had the, the morning to set up, and then uh, once I put the S60 on there, it was just a lot heavier than the, the speed rail Those could take at, big, at, yeah. at that length, and so then I had to put in a, a little goal post closer in uh, to take the, the weight of those... Uh, Mm. <laughs> those uh cantilevers so I'll, I'll probably do an episode i just shot a little you know behind the scenes footage and i'll probably whiteboard it and talk it through but that's a, uh, good, anyway. a good yeah that's cool a good uh yeah, yeah. study awesome P- people seem to like the the uh the walkthroughs so oh totally um, and the lighting diagram yeah, the overheads yeah, yeah those yeah, are yeah that's that's really good uh, stuff and then um I'm working on a personal project, which is, uh, it's like a 50 year anniversary for the, the graduate institute where my father worked for many years. And so I went to Toronto for a week, did interviews with, uh, you know, retired profs and, and, uh, Mm. uh, financiers and stuff like that. And I'm going to do another week, uh, next week in Grand Rapids. So that's awesome. Um, that's fun too. I, I hope to do an episode too. Just, you know, it's just like a, um, you know, a, a one by two Aladdin and two LED uh, dados. That's mm. that's my kit. You know, I'd sort of set the restrictions and then you know shoot on the GH5 with uh, Vader lenses and and um, nice. away you go. You know, as a guy who's been doing this a while, what what is your take on the LED generation revolution? Um, yeah, revolution. revolution. I mean, are you are you digging it? Do you wish you still had to wear gloves and Burn, burn your hands. Right, right. Well, it's funny because we used to, uh, you know, kind of uh, kid the camera guys because they were freaking out when it wasn't beta cam anymore. They had to have, you know, every new fangled uh, large sensor, you know, camera that came out. And people were, you know, just like out of their minds trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. And, and all the different formats and blah, blah, blah. And we we're like, ha, ha. And now your you know your camera's basically a computer and blah yeah. blah blah, and and you know a grip stand uh, you know a C stand hasn't changed in years, and then all of a sudden we got hit, <laughs> and now it's just like nonstop, you know LED change, and every you know buddy and their uncle has has a new light, yeah, and it's uh, um and they're not cheap, so um, I love it. it it's uh, I'm at the point in my life where that totally works with. Mm. You know the flow of of um, of what I can purchase or 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 not purchase, and um, so it's you're just always looking for the next thing that will replace what you've got. Yeah. Because uh, if you add on too much, then it doesn't fit in your truck anymore. But um, uh, it's 
it's a little funky. It's it's interesting to seeing the transition of Kino because uh, yeah. they were, you know, From they, they're taking it yeah. a little slower than uh, Airy or even uh, Mole. But they do it right, I um, think. They they have been doing it right. Exactly. Like their they, Select they, Thirty they, models are are some of my favorite units, and they're celebs. Yeah. Yeah, and they have all the functionality. Um, they don't have the output, no. you know, of Sky Panel World, but they also don't have the price. So yeah. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, I've been using them as the, all you need. the like part party gel flavor. They they don't have like you said Sky Panel the Roscoe Lee gel settings in the unit, but they've oh, got they a do new, now. Oh, they do. They've updated. Yeah. Oh it, my god, a, that's it's sweet. A, yeah, it's a firmware uh, uh, update. Yeah, perfect. Because it was a uh, like proprietary gel formulas. Uh, the last time I used it, a couple weeks back, I lit the last two music videos I shot pretty much entirely oh, yeah. with, uh, you know, supplementary uh, practical bulbs like red and blue practical bulbs, and then select thirties yep. for uh, uh, complementary color. So yeah, and I feel like right, the, right. the Siander Siander meters. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. Oh man, I was uh, trying to I was trying to talk shop with you guys. No, I was gonna make, I was gonna make something up with the uh, Siander metered uh, LED, you know, Bulbasaurs. Uh, <laughs> you don't because uh, this just this just got so technical, ner- so well, nerdy. Well, you guys just nerded out for me. What I like it was the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's there are so <laughs> many. To, to Luke's point, there's so many companies providing so many different options for LED sources. Sky Panel, so Airy Sky Panel for a while before uh, Kino just updated their firmware, they had you know gels that you were as a gaffer and DPA you're used to using, like certain sure. colors, certain uh, and that flavors. Would, that would that would, uh, it would transform translate, the light. Yeah, translate to exactly what you're used to. Kino had kind of a proprietary color filter sure. deal. And then you have other versions of that. Like what, Luke? What are your takes on you know Quasar Science? On uh, what are the ones that they just used on Rogue One? Digital Sputnik, like these right. kind of color tunable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so I mean, LED as as a a source is is a, a made up spectrum. It's it's a manufactured, so yeah. it doesn't have the the smooth, you know, uh, full spectrum that tungsten has. Mm-hmm. You know that that just heating up an element does. So, uh, you know, given your specific way of using these lights, um, it can totally work. I mean, you know, in digital Sputnik, like that wasn't the only light they were using. But um, boy, you know they've got a lot of traction from from the fact that you know uh, they used them on Star Wars, and so um, uh, a, a friend DP of mine just got two of them, and so we're going to get together and, and, and play with them yeah. uh, next month. They seem really but, interesting. Um, and and um, you know the guy who does the uh, uh, vlog uh, cinematography database. He did a uh, an episode on yeah. them. Oh, Matt Workman, and, yeah, and uh, and that that was that was really good. I mean, it's it's, it's interesting in a way. It's um, I don't know that I see a a, a place for them uh, like to um, supplant uh, sky panels yet for mm. me. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's like a, a, a great sort of specialty light. And, but, you know, it, it's, I don't know how heavy they are. Um, you know, so are they small enough to travel? I don't know. Are they, the um, digital Sputniks? Yeah. Yeah. I they, mean, they, they look tiny. They come in different, in, in different uh, uh, configurations. Yeah, I like but, the idea um, that you can put it in kind of a, a maxi light array, you know, like a, a nine light right. kind of thing with individual heads and dimmable. That's kind yeah. of cool. Yeah, and and I mean, all this stuff is is uh, you know how do you how are you going to control them, you know, and yeah. uh, can you fit them into your current DMX system, mm-hmm. or do you have to you know get individual uh, uh, you know apps for all these things? It's uh, it's a little nuts uh, yes. right now. Well, I'm assuming and, I'm yeah. assuming this is the type of information that 
that they can get from your content, right? I mean, you're you're dealing with you know what's hip, what's trending. I mean, this is the type of thing where if people really want to dive in deep in this specific genre, you, you're a resource, right? Well, um, yes and no, uh, because I'm not as uh, I'm not sort of an unboxer. Oh yeah, and uh, gotcha, gotcha. And, and, and so I, I don't want to be too much that way because there's plenty of those yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I want to dig a little deeper or, um, you know, be a little more helpful because often people will say, well, hey, can you just like get a bunch of DIY things together and show me how I can do something, you no. know, for like 50 bucks? And I'm thinking like, yeah. <laughs> you could. Uh, I could, but that's not really what I do. You're more the yeah. like philosophy behind certain approach. You are kind the of guy. Ph- you are the philosopher. Yeah, you, yeah. You are the philosopher. <laughs> philosopher. <laughs> that sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> You're the philosopher. Yeah. Uh, and it's Jurassic that's what Park it's about. Five. Philosopher. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah well I, we get that that's that's cool and, and i think it's it's great that you have a point of view and that you're kind of owning your your story well, and, and what you do with uh so with your expertise in lighting i i have a question and especially from my what? point of view do you i mean do you shoot things yourself do you want are you a dp as well do you want to be a dp and if so how does that change uh meet the gaffer show sure uh yeah no uh <laughs> I, I I shoot uh, out of necessity, you know, yep. just because um, for whatever reason I don't have time to, you know, raise money or raise people. Um, I, I'm just uh, having to do it myself, and um, you know, with scheduling, it, it's just easier if if I keep it to the one man band thing. So gotcha. I, I I do it out, and that's why I have you know, uh, micro four thirds stuff. It's just smaller. Oh, okay. And and and. Um, you know, I, I don't need, uh, you know, the, the latest and greatest of, of, of big boy toys because um, <laughs> I, I have that in lighting. You know, yes. I, I mean, yeah, um, you can only invest and, in and, one area at a time. Yeah, it, yeah, and and no, I I mean, it, it kind of would hurt me to go against other DPs. So um, that makes sense. And it's, um, I will say this though, uh, as because of the DSLR, uh, you know, revolution, to s- coin that phrase, it's, it's um, we've had to get better at wearing multiple hats. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and, you know, when you do a vlog, obviously you're, you're doing everything. And um, so the more you do it, the more you get better at those multiple things. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, I have a, have decent audio kit now I that you know the my camera stuff is is actually you know half decent mm-hmm. uh, in in its at its uh, level but um uh see where, what was the question i was I've just asking if, if you want to shoot uh if you do shoot oh, and right. then how that would change yeah. the show are you ever going to start a meet the dp uh no but i will interview dps the, <laughs> okay. i have a show that's in the can with um you know, a, a, a jib op. Oh, nice. And, uh, and cranes. You're and, expanding. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, well, you know, it, yeah. I'm just going to throw it out. If you ever want a low tier, nobody DP that doesn't really know what he's doing, I'm oh, happy to be on God. your show. <laughs> that was, that was a bit of humble bragging. If I've ever heard it low tier, this guy, if you the want DP well, behind many of music videos that no. have reached the billions of views. No. I mean, you're, you're a global, powerhouse i just like bourbon and shooting things so i'm just (laughs) it's it's an offer let's collaborate brother yeah totally yeah well and do you get out to the west coast i do i was just out there yeah i shot a a music video slash commercial it's that sounds weird but it'll make sense in the coming months (laughs) yeah 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 oh cool um because uh yeah i'm i'm totally open to that and you know um i had a guy come from winnipeg uh, to to do a um, hit one an episode for his vlog, a uh, vlog. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Kelly Kelly on a tangent was was his thing, and, and it was fun because I like making pies, and so uh, he just interviewed me while I was uh, uh, making a pie. <laughs> nice. This is that, yeah. talk about like, a tangent. That's, that's great. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that. 
Well, uh, if know. dude, I got family out uh, in Menlo Park, so next time I'm out oh, there, yeah. I will. Uh, I will be sure to hit you up. We'll we'll meet up and we'll we'll continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a pleasure. I, I live right next door. Yeah. Awesome. It's been great, man. And uh, people can find you at Meet the Gaffer on YouTube. Where else? Anywhere else yep. they need to connect with you? Uh, just my last name, Sierveld.com. Gotcha. Sierveld. That's S-E-E-R-V-E-L-D. So it's been a lot yep. of fun, and we keep uh, great, man. You know, wish you the wish you the best with the show, and stay in touch, and uh, we'll look forward to the uh, episode where uh, <laughs> the, where you have Alex on, and you're making pies together. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, so. I, I look forward to it, <laughs> nice. and um, yeah, all, all the best to you guys. Um, uh, what you gonna do? Something special for uh, number one hundred? Oh, we've got something. We, baking. We have. We have a yeah. pie in the oven. We have a pie in the oven. We've got. Uh, <laughs> yes, we we do. Um, it's really it falls on the shoulders of Frank the producer. Yeah, we got a bourbon pie. In Frank the, uh, the tank in the oven. is either gonna well produ- bourbon. Bourbon is great in in apple. It's great Ooh. in uh, pumpkin. Pumpkin and um, yeah, and pear. So yeah, bourbon is wow. is uh, it's uh, drunk and uh, baked. I, uh, I love it. Frank's taking notes right yeah. now. Yeah, a, bur- a bourbon pecan pie. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, Excellent. cool. Well, Luke, just don't make it too sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you got to have the savory in there too, dude. Thank you yeah. so much again. Thank you for what you're doing with Meet the Gaffer. I think it's a, a very welcome and necessary resource for kind of today's up and comers. So so keep doing what you're doing. Have you guys seen uh, uh, Bernie Burns' uh, th- uh, no. blog? Bernie. He, he does something. He's a um, Craig Bernie Burns. He's a L.A. Um, gaffer, Ooh. and he does kind of a show. He has a small stage and, and does things. It, you know, it's a little different style. Uh, I'm kind of in between him and uh, what uh, Dave's doing with Grip Tips. Dude. Cool. We'll have, awesome. to, we'll have yeah. to look him up. That's a good recommendation. We might have to yeah. we're gonna reach out and see see what's up. Anyway, right on. Well, um, enjoy the rest of your... Well, I guess it's really time for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. More yeah, bourbon. Yeah, it's getting, getting there, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll enjoy the bourbon for sure. Thanks again. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to seeing you know what you keep doing with the show, man. Right on. Well, thank you. All right. Uh, All right. I'll, uh, I'll hook into what you guys are doing, too. Awesome. All right. Cheers, man. Thanks, Brad. Uh, all right. See ya. Cheers. Later. Dude, what a resource. Classic. He's a classic. You know what? Th- yeah. This is what I love about the old timers. Not that he's old, but I mean, 30 years in the biz. Experience. Experience. Yeah, I love that those those guys, they just know what's up. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They're not, you know, they're not going to rush to judgment. They're not going to jump on a trend. They're no. slow and steady, and they're, they're there for you. The ability, yeah, to distill down kind of decades of knowledge and, and pass on a little nugget. Like the episodes, yeah. he, his episodes aren't very long. Right, but you walk away uh, from that viewing, going, "Oh, okay, now I can hop on a set with a, a corporate talent, yeah. and do a book light with some negative fill and a back edge, and you know, come away with a decent looking image." That's what he's there for, exactly. So, it's, well, it's, and and that's what we're here for. Totally, we we're, are we are part of this expanded network of the film knowledge imparting yeah, exactly services, and and, <laughs> and shows like today and the shows that we've done. We're we're this is the 99th show, okay. Which is crazy. It's crazy to think about. But Sorry, a mouthful of bourbon there. We've continued to put out this type of content that's, you know, lighthearted, yet helpful, yet, you know, encouraging. Um, you know, I, I liked a, a recent review we got, and we're, we're on our way to 100 reviews. And this recent review from Ninja Nick in AR, I assume that's that Arkansas? Arkansas? Or Assault Rifle. Yeah, or Could Artist be. Relations. Mm. Uh he says, these guys are always finding new content their listeners want to hear. They really keep their nose to the grindstone. Grindstone. <laughs> Is that the saying? Groundstone? Didn't I, I mess that saying up on one of the episodes. Did I say the groundstone? Grindstone? Groundstone. Yeah, I said nose to the groundstone, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Nose to the ground. Uh, we appreciate that. Your ear to the ground, <laughs> yeah. your nose to the, grind. To the grind. Yeah. So, uh, Ninja Nick, we appreciate those comments. And, but it shows like today and, you know, the other 98 shows we've done um, where, again, we're trying to just, you know, be a place where filmmakers can come and hang out, whether you're in grip, gaff, producing, uh, directing, whatever it is you you fall into. That's what we've been trying to do. And, you know, we've been doing it. So the 100th episode's coming up. We've done it 99 times. 99 
I got 99 episodes. I got 99 episodes. <laughs> and they're all kind of yeah. average. <laughs> Uh, but it's been fun. It's been a it's been a good time. It's been great to have partners. We've got um, dude. Is the is the giveaway with Matthew still going on? It it is indeed still going on. And still you going on. Right? Heavily yeah. heavily promote that. So right if now. you want if you want to get in on this, Matthews has given away two C stands. Do you know what C stand stands for? Not a D stand. Do you know what C stand or a G stand? For? A century stand. Yes. I mean, century means it's strong. We're about to hit our century. Turian Century Mark episode. Yeah, <laughs> we are about to become a C stand. And this C, you know, C stands are great. And Matthews are. I mean, come on, it's it's one of the standards. Top of the line. We're talking three hundred fifty dollar value. Standards. Standards. <laughs> uh, all you have to do is connect with at FTV Podcast on the uh, the internet's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You want to share episode ninety nine. Yep. You want to use the hashtag FDB giveaway, and you want to shout out to at Matthew's grip. If you do that, you'll be totally. entered to win. There's going to be a random drawing. Frank, the producer, is going to take care of it. Yeah. And somehow we're going to communicate that to the world via the internet. Do you know how crazy and expensive it is to ship C stands? Yeah. Those can, are big and heavy. Yeah. We can only ship them in the U.S. <laughs> you got to be so U.S. If you're so, one of our listeners in Saudi Arabia or, or Qatar, Qatar or, yeah. or wherever, yeah. sorry. You can also Nigeria. get additional entries by sharing episodes set 97 and 98. Mm. So, dude, like, just yeah. get on it. Share share it all over the place. Yeah. Get in this thing because you want C-stands. Well, that's great. Yeah, you're great. Thanks, man. Uh, this has been a fun episode. Speaking of partners. Learned a lot. Yeah. What's up? You've been a good partner. Man, it's getting sentimental right now. That's what the tissues are for. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have. So if you're listening, we've been podcasting all day. All day. We've this done, is a marathon, if you will. We've done multiple podcasts because yeah. we're trying to get some things wrapped up so we can give ourselves a little bit of a break. Multicast. While Frank plans our 100th episode. <laughs> I love that you just removed ourselves from any bit of the process. Frank That's what a producer is does. Producing he produces this. things. He gets, he's getting it done. We don't know what's going to happen. F- Frank, the producer, is a game changer. I think we're doing the 100th episode from Cutter. He's a game changer. <laughs> have, have we not had, we haven't had Frank, the producer, on in a while. Not in a while. He's been on like for like once. Uh, we should get him on. We soon. need a whole show dedicated to Frank the producer. Yeah. We'll get him lubed up with uh, Oyo yeah. Black and yeah. see what comes out. All right. I'm concerned. <laughs> Why? You're, you're talking about lubing up Frank. We got tissues. Internal. <laughs> this is it's in, getting weird. Internal lube. All right. This That's is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> for right. the, Anyways. the gut. Come I on. think I think that's it. I think that's the show. Is yeah. that the show, Frank? Is we, there anything else we need to do? No. The about? last thing. So go check out uh, Luke Sierveld, Meet the Gaffer yeah. YouTube. Great resource. If you want to learn anything about lighting, tactics, broad yeah. strokes, why you do certain things, enter the giveaway. Brandon's cracking up. Frank's lubed up. <laughs> you got to get those broad strokes. <laughs> broad strokes are great. Oh my and don't God. and remember the tips from today. Yeah, always go big and soft. Big soft push from the front. Big soft push from the yeah. front. So with broad strokes. <laughs> in relation, okay. So our hundredth episode, we are going to be having a live event. That's going to be the deal. Like we we haven't talked about it. We don't have the details. We're making this statement with faith. Faith. Some but you sort gotta of have faith. Some sort of faith. <laughs> jump has happened because we have no clue if this is going to happen but the idea is that there's going to be a live event yeah we're going to screen our film there's a thing we talked about a while called kill game a yeah. while back we're going to screen our film kill game for the You're first gonna time actually be able to see it. fully release it to the internet yeah and also we think we're going to have a special guest distillery from cincinnati or we're just going to provide bourbon for you to drink and we're going to have <laughs> some great guests some old timers from the community who are they've been doing this for a while We've mentioned them on the show, Midwest Grip, camera department. You're going to be able to get the grip and lighting perspective, the camera's perspective. You're going to be able to see our film, drink some bourbon, meet with other filmmakers, have a good time. This sounds great. Yeah. It I, sounds I great. Hope it like happens. in theory, it sounds yeah. great. If Frank the producer can pull it off. But right now it's a pipe dream. If he can't, <laughs> then he's, you know, he's a failure. Yeah. Anyway, well, we yeah. hope to see you there. We will announce the dates, the details, the locations, all of that. Very shortly, because well, this is episode ninety nine. That's gonna be episode one hundred. Sorry, they at, at the time of listening to this, they should already know. 
That's right, because we're doing a yeah, marathon. The Evite should a already be have sent out because we are speaking now in the future. But from the past. From the past. But it's our current. Absolutely. Gotcha. It's been great. You'll have followed us on social media. You'll know. You'll you'll know more than we do at this yeah. point. Look, we gotta end this show. Okay. So <laughs> cheers to you. Cheers, brother. One last sip of bourbon. Episode 99. Weak plastic Spin real. clink. Spin real. Uh, cheers. 99 episodes. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.